Today on the show, we're going to continue with the psychology of the chakra system, and we're going to cover the third eye, the sixth chakra, Ajna. Please continue to support the podcast by rating and reviewing it on iTunes and sharing it with a friend. If you know someone that you think would benefit from this podcast, please share with them. Help me get the word out. I don't take any outside advertisements. I rely on the generosity of the listeners. Typically, I travel around giving workshops and charging a fee for this, and here I am providing this content for you for free. All I ask is that you make a donation. It could be the price of a yoga class or more. Whatever you can give, whatever you feel that you've gotten from the podcast, please make a donation. Go to the storyofmepodcast.com and on the contact page, there's a donate button. And please make a donation. You can also find the link in the episode description. And also go to the storyofmepodcast.com and the contact page and And give me your questions. I'd love to hear from you. Any questions that you may have about psychology, about your life, please submit them to me and I will answer them on the show. Okay, so now let's get to it. Beautiful am I Bountiful am I Blissful am I Why? Welcome to the story of me with Amarjit Singh. This is where my guests and I share personal stories from our life and explore the psychological insights that were learned from these experiences. Each story will entertain you as well as increase your understanding of your own psychological patterns. Then, through the principles of yoga psychology, you will learn how to overcome the resistance that is holding you back from living a more fulfilling life. Join me every Tuesday for a new episode where I share my experiences in psychological understanding, interview guests, and answer listener questions. Now let's get started with the podcast that awakens your inner power through awareness and understanding. Welcome to the show. For those of you who are new, my name is Amarjit Singh and I am your host, And for old listeners, welcome back. It's good to have everyone here again today. I hope everyone is doing well. So today I thought we would continue with the psychology of the chakra system. And for those of you who haven't listened to the other episodes in this series, I suggest starting out with episode 10 on how to heal yourself, because this is the background information on how the mind and the body work together to form illnesses, blocks, and disease, and how to heal yourself from them. And then the chakra system is just how to identify different areas of your psychology that are represented by these chakras to help you figure out what to work on, what is out of balance, what needs to be focused on. And you can go to all the other episodes that we've done in this series and check them out. And so we're now starting with the sixth chakra, the third eye, Ajna. This chakra is where the major channels of energy actually all come together. So like I've briefly talked about, and uh, like I said, I I want to do an episode on uh, the channels and prana and pranayama and dedicate an episode to this, which I haven't yet. But 
when we talk about prana, we talk about the life force energy moving through the body. And there are 72,000 channels of this energy moving around your body. And the three main channels that we normally focus on in yoga is the Ida, Pingala, and the Sushumna. And so the Ida is associated with the, the left nostril, the moon energy, and the Pingala is associated with the sun energy, the right nostril. And then the Sushumna is the center channel that goes up the middle of these two and is where the Kundalini energy rises. And so these channels begin at the root chakra, and they go through all the chakras and wind up ending or coming together like a, like three rivers that three rivers of energy that meet uh, at the Ajna chakra, and the Sushumna is where the Kundalini energy rises from the root chakra, and it needs to go through all the chakras till it gets to the crown chakra. And so this is the goal of yoga, the goal of life, and it is to balance the Ida and the Pingala so that the actual center channel, the Sushumna, is the one that is activated. And when I get into pranayama, and also we'll, we'll touch upon swara yoga, which is the yoga of breath, I'll talk in more detail about those. But just for this purpose of the sixth chakra, this is where the, the channels all come together. And so the third eye is really this inner insight that we have. It's the psychological function of intuition of I see, right? It's the third eye. And it is associated with the pituitary gland and also the penile gland as well. And this is the center of intuition, of clairvoyance, visualization, fantasizing, and concentration and determination on the self-initiation. Also, it's about power of projection, really projecting that true self, projecting that vision that you have for yourself, that you see of yourself without resistance. And it's related to really understanding your purpose, because if you can understand your purpose, then you can visualize what that purpose means and where it's going to take you or where uh, you should focus your energy, where you should focus your vision, so to speak. And when it's not working properly, there's a lots of confusion, uh, depression, and also this over-intellectualizing, overthinking. And this is really a rejection to spirituality or a uh, distraction to spirituality because you're stuck in the mind. And when we talk about the sixth chakra and also the seventh chakra, the next one in the series, we're really talking about going beyond the mind. Uh, up until this chakra, we were talking about, you know, just uh, the heart or the throat. But here we're talking about going past the mind. And we, we often think that our mind is very powerful, which it is, but it has its limits. Right? What is the most uh, powerful aspect of our mind is our imagination. And our mind can't even imagine 
the totality of the universe or the totality of your being or the totality of God. And so your imagination is not sufficient enough to use to become self-realized. You need to go beyond the mind to become self-realized. You need to stop the mind. And when we're talking about connecting to intuition, what, what are we talking about? Where is this intuition and how do we connect to it? Because this is the real focus of this sixth chakra. And so if in your life you're having difficulty hearing that inner voice or feeling like you're on your path or even being confused by what your path is, it means that you need to work on this chakra. And often what I find is that people that are having these difficulties are stuck in the mind and they're overthinking and overplanning and over uh, evaluating things and not really taking action because they're not confident that they know the right way to go. And so how do we connect to this intuition? Well, like I've said on many of the episodes, and including episode 10, which I suggest that you uh, listen to on how to heal yourself before you listen to this series, is that everything is a vibration. In fact, what are you but trillions of atoms being projected at such a rapid speed that you appear to be solid? In fact, nothing in this world is solid. Everything is a bunch of atoms just vibrating so fast that they appear to be solid. And that vibration creates a feeling, creates a sensation. And every vibration, every type of vibration has a unique sensation. But everything causes vibration, which causes feeling. And so, what is a thought but a vibration? And each thought has a different vibration. When you're thinking about something nice, it vibrates in one way. If you think about something negative or bad or scary or fearful, it has a different vibration. And so, when we talked about the process of life or the process of yoga, we talked about it as moving from the coarse vibration to the most subtle vibration. And what is the most subtle vibration but God? And this is the whole process of what you're doing when you go to a yoga class or when you try to uh, become aware is you're trying to increase your awareness to the subtleties. And this is the subtleties within. This is why as you go down this path and you become more sensitive and more aware, you start to recognize the different vibrations. Some of them we call emotions or feelings, but you could even recognize the different vibrations between thoughts, between all different things. And one of the feelings that is unique is intuition. And it's a very subtle vibration. It's much more subtle than thought. And so when we're thinking that vibration is, you can say, drowning out the vibration of intuition. It's, it's overtaking it. And so this is why when you get into this overthinking, what you're doing is you're really cutting yourself away from your intuition. So how do we connect to this intuition? Is by stopping the mind, stopping the thinking. You can do this through meditation. You can do this through different types of exercises, but it's learning to stop the mind and just listening. 
just being and trying to connect to that inner voice. And once you connect to that intuition is to recognize the feeling that it gives you. And so the next time you want to connect to this intuition, you try to recreate this feeling or to connect to find this feeling. And this is the same as, say, you're a tennis player and you're at practice and you're trying to perfect your backhand. And what do you do is you hit a hundred balls in one practice trying to perfect this backhand as the coach guides you and says, okay, lift the arm this way or put the body this way or as they guide you to hit it properly. And then after doing this for weeks and months and years, you start to recognize how it feels when you swing correctly and how it feels when you swing incorrectly. And this is the same thing with intuition is if you can get to this sensation of connecting to the inner voice, then you can recreate this at will because you recognize this feeling and you can connect to it. And it's not just intuition that you can do this with, you can do this with everything. And this is why when you're searching for things externally, it's because you're not connected to them internally. And you need to learn to connect to these things internally so that you can then notice them externally. Because you are complete. Everything is within you. So another indication that maybe you're not connecting to this properly or it's not balanced properly is confusion, like we said, overthinking and depression. And so if you start to become aware that these are happening to you, say, okay, I need to focus. I need to learn to connect to this inner voice. I need to stop the mind because the mind starts to tell you stories. It starts to tell you that, hey, I'm depressed. I don't feel good. Or it starts to give a lot of confusion and you have memory problems. In fact, uh, often when people come to me and they tell me, oh, my memory, I don't have a good memory. It's usually not true. It may be happening at this moment, but what usually is happening is that the person is overthinking and their mind is, is kind of anxious. It's not relaxed. And you can think of it like this. You know, when you're sitting with a group of friends and they say, oh, remember this song from our days in high school? What was the name of this song or what was the name of the singer? And you try to think, and you try to think, and you can't come up with this name. But then you forget about it, and about a minute later, it just pops into your head. Well, why does it do that? Why couldn't you think of it before? It's because the mind was too, uh, there's too much anxiety in it. There's too much pressure. You're trying too hard. But when the mind relaxes, then you're able to navigate to where this information is, and it pops up into the consciousness. And so you need to learn to relax the mind so that you can access it and also to be able to turn it off. And some other common issues with the third eye when it's not working properly are vision problems and headaches and things like this. And this is why we're, anything that's really connected with vision is really about the third eye, but it's really focused on self-reflection, because this is the orientation to the self, is how do I see myself? How do I believe that I am? What am I capable of? And so how, we talked about in the last uh, 
episode of the series, The Fifth Chakra, we talked about being authentic and speaking your truth and your self-expression. But we've also talked about this in other episodes about what changes, how do we change? And we don't really change. What changes is our perception. And we see ourselves a particular way when we look in the mirror and then we behave based on that perception. So if we say, oh, I'm beautiful or I'm ugly or I'm not smart or whatever it is, then we start to behave this way. And what changes is when we look in the mirror and we say, I am perfect. I am beautiful. Everything is perfect. Everything is within me. And this is related to the sixth chakra because this is the vision that you need to have of yourself, the understanding and the belief of who you are. And so you need to see that inner light and then project it outwardly into combining with this self-expression, to combining with your purpose in life, with God's will. And so this is what we're talking about with the third eye. It's that power of projection, of understanding your purpose, and to be able to see who you really are without these limits that you put on yourself. And this is connected to the mind. Where are these limits? Where do these limits exist? They all exist in the mind. In fact, this is where the ego is, right? Where is the ego but just the mind? It's just a collection of thoughts. And then it's an identification with these thoughts, which I've talked about in previous episodes. But you need to not identify yourself with these thoughts and be able to understand that they're just these limits that you're putting on yourself because of your false perception, your false identification. And what you really need to do is to understand your true purpose and use this power to project it into the world, to project it from this internal experience to the external, to see the value in yourself, to see how you fit in God's play, in God's world. And when you experience this to its truest extent, this is when you start to live God's will. And we can intellectually understand what it means to live God's will, but when you experience it, it's very different because it's, it's this contentment, it's this satisfaction, it's this joy that you're moving in harmony with nature, that you're part of nature, that you're part of this whole. And it's learning how to experience that and in order to do that, you need to let go of these false identifications of how you're seeing yourself, because this is what you're projecting onto your world, into your environment. And then this limits your experience here, because they're borders and boundaries that you put up to limit your experience, because this is what you think you are capable of. But this is false because these are all just thoughts in the mind. And you need to learn to stop the mind, to connect to this intuition, and to see yourself beyond these self-imposed limits. And this is understanding your purpose, and this is really learning how to see the true self, to see 
the harmony between you and nature. There are many uh, asanas and kriyas that you can do to stimulate the third eye, such as the archer pose, uh, anything really where the forehead is on the floor or down, for example, the triangle pose. Uh, There's many kriyas for the third eye. And for meditation, you can just focus on the third eye. Put your concentration on the third eye point. And we often say this when we're tuning in in the beginning of a kundalini yoga class is to put your attention to your third eye. And what I like to do when I'm doing that is, again, we're trying to become more aware of the subtleties. And we can tune into feeling that third eye open up. And the way you do this is to put your attention on the third eye and just try to feel some sensation there. Whatever sensation you can feel at that point, not looking for any specific sensation, but just putting the concentration on there to feel something, whether it's a uh, tingling sensation or a a tight sensation or a warm sensation or any type of sensation. And just try to Keep your attention on there without distracting yourself until you feel something there. And this is what's tuning into the third eye. And there's many meditations as well for this. And in fact, today I wanted to finish this episode with a meditation to help you connect to your intuition. So this meditation is called Initiation into Intuition. And what you want to do is to sit in an easy pose, a half lotus or full lotus, whatever is comfortable for you, with a nice straight spine, the chin in just a little bit, and the chest out so that the spine is straight all the way through to the head. And the mudra for this meditation is to take the thumb and bend the pinky or the mercury finger down into the palm by holding it down with the thumb. And then the other three fingers are straight. The pinky or what's called the mercury finger is the finger of communication. And when we're connected to this finger, what we're doing is we're stimulating this area of the brain. There's more nerve endings connected to your fingers and your brain than anywhere else in your body. And so what we're doing when we do different mudras is we're stimulating the flow of energy or the connection to that energy in the brain. And as you'll see, also, we're going to employ the tongue to stimulate the glandular system as well. So we have the hands resting on the knees with the three fingers, the three first fingers extended straight while the mercury finger is locked down by the thumb. And we rest the hands on the knees, the fingers pointed forward and slightly down, and palms parallel to each other. And you want to put your eyes at the tip of your nose. You can do this with the eyes one-tenth open, or you can just close the eyes and stare through the closed eyelids at the tip of the nose, but keep the attention there as this also stimulates the third eye. What we're going to do is to 
curl your tongue inside towards your throat. So we're going to curl the tongue back in, in, in towards the throat as much as you can and pull it hard. So if you're pulling that tongue correctly, you should feel your, your forehead become a little heavy or kind of feel like it's sticking out a little more after a few minutes. And just do natural, relaxed breathing with this tongue like this pulled back. And continue very peacefully, very calmly, trying to let the mind go, keep the eyes focused on the tip of the nose, and the tongue curled back towards the back of the throat, and keep it pulled. And you can continue this meditation for 11 minutes. So when you're doing this, just set a timer for 11 minutes and just try to continue doing this. If the attention goes away, it's okay. Bring it back. Don't get angry at yourself. It just happens. You have to train your concentration just like a muscle. And just continue and keep that tongue being pulled back. And this is stimulating the glandular system to help you connect to the intuition and to stop the mind. And as you finish this, after the 11 minutes, you can inhale deeply, holding the breath for about 25 seconds or so, and really pulling that tongue back, curled back, as strong as possible, and then exhale, and you can repeat that uh, one or two more times. And I will leave the notes to this meditation on the Facebook group. And for those of you who are not on Facebook, I will leave it in the show notes. And so you can go to the show notes and you can see it there as well. And practice this meditation. Let me know how it goes for you. Let me know any questions you have related to this. Okay, enjoy the meditation. I'd like to tell you about Sing Flutes. These are flutes that are made by me. They are handcrafted Native American-style flutes designed for sound healing. The flutes are tuned to the frequency of 432 hertz, the harmonic intonation of nature. The fundamental note of each flute is in a key to vibrate a particular chakra. Whether you are playing for others or yourself, listening to 432 hertz music resonates inside the body. In fact, they did a medical study where they hooked people up to a brain and heart monitor and played different instruments to them. The Native American-style flute had the most impact in relaxing them. If you're a yoga teacher, it's a great instrument to incorporate into your classes. What I do is I have an app on my iPad that has the sounds of nature, and I'll put on the sounds of rain and play over this to the students at the end of the class. It's a very intuitive instrument to play. There's no musical knowledge necessary to get started. Each flute is unique since they're handmade. I put different artwork on them. I put mantras on them related to the chakras that they're tuned to. So go check them out at singflutes.com, S-I-N-G-H-F-L-U-T-E-S.com. Use the discount code, the story of me podcast and get 10% off. Thank you for joining me today. I hope you enjoyed the program and I hope you get something out of that meditation. Please send me your feedback. I'd love to hear from you listeners. I really enjoy hearing the feedback I get from you guys. 
Let me know how that meditation went for you. Let me know the difficulties you're having connecting to the third eye, the challenges, or whatever's happening with you. Feel free to drop me any lines, uh, any questions on the podcast website, thestoryofmepodcast.com, on the contact page. You can record your question or just type it up and send it to me. Again, please support the podcast, rate, review, and share it with your friends. Help me get the word out. Please also make a donation, help support the expenses of the program. And you can find the link in the episode notes or on the podcast website. So I'll leave you with a little of my flute music for you. I hope you enjoyed my playing from the podcast that awakens your inner power through awareness and understanding. Allow love to be the current that carries your words and actions.